welcome to the Next Tuesday Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Caroline. I'm Susie. And we're making women great again. Even though we were always great. We'll see you next and every Tuesday. This is so fucking cheesy. <laughs> I know. It's so, so natural. Okay. Hey. Hey. What's up? Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the Next Tuesday Podcast. We are your hosts, Suze and Care, and we are just sitting here reminiscing about Suze's experience at TEDx RVA. Yes, so I went to TED Talk, and this was my first TED experience. I've wanted to go to a TED day since I saw Bernie Brown's podcast on vulnerability way back in the day. So it's been years in the making, and putting it out there, one of my goals one day, I really want to do a TED Talk. Go for it. I think it'd be so cool. And I was, Get wild. I was telling Caroline that we can totally do a next Tuesday TED Talk one day because there were these two amazing women, Jasmine Walker and Amber Phillips. They're from D.C. And they have this podcast called The Black Joy Mixtape. And so they talked all about their black joy, which obviously I can't speak on myself personally. I can speak about white joy. Maybe. <laughs> No. Is that a thing? I don't think that's a thing. I can just talk about what I feel. I can just talk about joy in general. Joy in general. But they were hilarious, and I can't wait to listen to their podcast because I was like, oh my gosh, two more women being authentic in the world and sharing their stories and empowering their community. But they said, so this TEDx was all about change. And it was changed through the lens of so many different professions and stories and men and women and sexuality. And uh, one of their takeaways was that they have nothing to lose but their change, Mm. which is really powerful to think about because if you have nothing to lose but change, you know, what do you have to lose? Nothing. It's pretty Um, deep. Yeah. It's pretty deep. I think that... We should call them up and do a pod mixer. I want to. So, Jasmine and Amber, if you ever listen to this one day... They probably don't, but that's fine. One day. One day. We're going to do the thing. Yeah, we're going to do the thing. We're going to make a thing. We're going to make a thing. So, change is hard. Change is really hard. Yeah, change is a hard thing. And I think that, especially in your 20s... Change is something that happens all the freaking time. I think change happens all the time regardless. I think yeah. life is change. I think you're right. But I think for me, what I found in my 20s as I approach the big 3 in a week uh, is that I didn't realize how significant every transition was until it was looking back. And I thought I navigated change gracefully and I realized that I was like a baby drowning in the waves. <laughs> Wait, that just reminds me. Did you see that thing? It's so terrible. And I've been thinking about it nonstop. There's a thing about babies dry drowning. Well, you talk about babies drowning as a creative process in this upcoming episode. No, I talk about <laughs> killing babies. Oh. Well, baby killing. See, I'm thinking Same babies thing. can drown and be killed. So, you know. Same Guys, thing. I'm really normal. I'm a really normal person. You should totally trust me with your children to watch them. It's great. I'm actually a very good babysitter. I bet you are. I only have one child seriously injure themselves. Oh, you're a great dog mom. I try to be a good dog mom. Speaking of which, Cody's doing very well. Thank you for everybody who's like commented and messaged and all that stuff. Um, you are very much appreciated. He's uh, hanging in there. So, so he's going through change famously. Yeah. So speaking of that, we might have to do a surgery. So that will be interesting. But uh, yeah. A dog surgery? A doggy surgery. But the veterinarian this morning was quite hopeful that it would be... It would be easier doggy surgery. So I'll keep you updated on that. Keep us posted. Um, so it looks like we had a little bit of a technical difficulty, and that last bit of the recording got cut off. So I'm just going to move from drowning babies and baby killing into introducing this week's episode. So today we will be hearing from Emily Hare, 
and Sarah Apple, and they are painting murals throughout Richmond and about to go on an epic road trip adventure to paint murals of girls, women, doing their thing, killing it, being badass people in the world, women in the world. And so without further ado, we will hear from the Girls, Girls, Girls tour, Emily Herr and Sarah Apple. Thanks for listening in. Welcome to the Next Tuesday podcast. Hello. Hello. What's up? Yeah, what's up? (laughs) Today, we're here with some awesome girls. Who girls, are girls, girls, literally <laughs> doing girls, girls, girls murals across the nation, across the nation, and we're really excited about it. We're here with Emily Hare <laughs> and Sarah. Is it Apple? It is Apple. Okay, I read your email address and I knew your name was Sarah, and then I looked at it today before we recorded, and I was just like, man, how great is it to have the last name Apple? Almost is also as having the last name Fox. Or rice. Uh, or rice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we've got apples and foxes and rice. And hair. And hair. Well, it's, it's her. her. <laughs> oh, or her. That's her, even better for tour. girls, girls, girls. It really lends itself to it pretty well. I Perfect. Thought, I thought it was, I was like, oh man, I've been pronouncing it wrong this whole time. Okay, I'm glad to know that. Well, the German word is hair, and it's spelled the same, and so hair. we've, we've battle ruined it. <laughs> so you can say you're her hair. But, yeah, we yeah. could talk about names forever. I feel like this is what I do at the beginning of so many episodes. We just get tangents. We get on we get tangents. Anyway. Anyway. Tangents. So when I heard about Girls, 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 first of all, ironically, I went on a walk and I saw the mural that literally Yay. said girls to the third power. <laughs> and then I took a picture. I was with Shannon Harrison, who was on an earlier episode, yes. and, our, and Jack Lemon. And so we took a photo, and then the next day you posted in our Richmond Boss Babes group on Facebook, where we all connect and share all the love and support. And immediately I was like, we have to talk to you. This is such an empowering thing. <laughs> Doing girls, 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 murals. Across the nation. Across the nation. And we're really excited about it. So can you talk to us a little bit about what Girls, Girls, Girls is and your mission and just how it came about? Yeah. So that mural that you saw is the first one. So I've been painting murals for like nine years now, I think. Um, Professionally since 2013. And... All of it has been on commission. This is one of the first times that a client has come to me and said, I'm gonna pay you to paint my wall, but I don't care what it is and I like your work and do whatever you want. Um, okay, so how did it kind of develop from this one mural into yeah, a, a, a big old thing? Yeah, it's definitely on its way to being a big old thing. A lot of it was people's reactions like yours where I got a lot of people tagging on Instagram and telling me like, oh, I saw this, oh, this is so cool, and like reacting to the mural really well, and also like kind of claiming it. Like, it wasn't about like tagging me like, oh, this cool artist did this cool thing. It was about like, oh my god, girls, yeah. Yeah, like, yes, girls. Girl power. Yeah. I don't know, I know when I saw it, I was just like, yes, correct. Exactly. That is correct. Yeah, and that's how I feel like I want this to be seen like I'm not blazing any trails here like I know that I'm not breaking ground necessarily I feel like I want to contribute to what is already happening and what a lot of other people have obviously like paved the way for but like still we still need to like pile on everybody like in the dog pile and like this is the way that I can contribute my junk to the dog pile (laughs) (laughs) your junk in my junk get your junk in there Okay, cool. So when people started tagging you and you started thinking like, okay, this is bigger than maybe just like the the murals that I've done or the other murals that like are scattered about Richmond and every turn, when did you decide like, okay, I need to kind of formally make this a thing? Well. And then how did you do it? Yeah. I'm definitely still just starting to do it. Well, it feels like it's a thing. It feels it like it does. Thing. I mean, when you posted, it was official. It was like tag all your 
Lady Boss, Inspirations, your stores. You have this Instagram page. And there's always someone featured and then a quote or like why they're there. And then you're going to New York. You're going to Massachusetts. You're going all these places. So what was that? How did that happen? Yeah, so this is all sort of like simultaneous development with my mobile studio project. Um, Which is a, no small feat in itself, so why don't you give us like a background on that too? Yeah, um, okay, so I have this truck. and <laughs> It's not just a truck. It's <laughs> amazing. It's like a... Would you call it magical creation machine or something? Yeah. <laughs> it's my adventure machine. Your adventure machine. It's yes. much better. It's much better. Um, and it is my... It's it's like the worst way of being lazy that I could possibly contrive. Because, like, I I got really sick of loading all of my stuff from my studio into the car onto the worksite and back into the car and back in the studio and then back into the car and the worksite back and forth because yeah. like all my work is murals it's all on site so like I do the design work in the studio and I do all this schlepping and then it just I got really tired of that and I was like this would be so much easier if the studio was in the car. <laughs> um, <laughs> Makes sense to me. I mean, I have, like, I have office supplies in my car because I do not want to have to, like, go back and forth to get staples and yeah. envelopes. There's literally a, there's a thing on my phone right now that says, like, put more envelopes in your car. Like, <laughs> nice. It, yeah. I put I the same things in, like, every room of the house, and Ryan's always like, move this shit, and I'm like, no. <laughs> this makes my life easier. easier. Yeah. It's like the same thing as having tissue box in every single room. Exactly. Like, you don't want tissues on the side of the house. You want tissues next to you. When you need them. <laughs> right. Yes. Okay, I appreciate that. So, like, I've spent the last, like, almost two years now, I guess a year and a half, avoiding, like, ten minutes worth of work at a time. Hey. So. It's a thing. I'm building out this step van, which is, like, a food truck shape into a mobile studio and it's a workspace where I can design stuff inside of it and then I can drive the whole thing to a mural and paint from it. So I have my equipment, my ladders, my paint, and it's all in one thing. Okay, so from a business standpoint, what is that process like to have a mobile studio in a van and then in terms of permits and where you can put the van and park the van, what <laughs> is that like? As it's super easy. I mean, there's nothing. It's I, it's registered as a commercial vehicle, so it's more expensive than like having your car. And do you need a special license for that? Mm -hmm. Which is crazy because like I a like young tiny person, and like some guy on Craigslist sold me this thirty five hundred pound empty weight vehicle. <laughs> and, like, said, and the DMV was like, yeah, this seems legit. Like, he basically sold an airplane. It's fine. Like, oh my he sold you a battleship yeah. with wheels. And so, like, and not that like not that like like young tiny people can't do a good job at things, but like <laughs> but like this is a very giant thing and I'm a very small person and I have no experience or reason to have experience doing this. And nobody was like do you know how to drive this? <laughs> have you <laughs> ever driven it? Before? Have you ever driven anything like Can this before? Can you parallel park at all? <laughs> that Can you parallel park a car? <laughs> Let alone. Does Virginia require that for your driver's license? Is anybody from Virginia? No. Yeah, I'm no. from Virginia. Do they um, require that? It was definitely in driver's ed, but I don't remember if it was on the, the test. test. Oh my gosh, I failed my first time in a minivan because I like tapped. I tapped. The flag. That's part of it. Yeah. It's yeah, like if you live in the city, like how many times is your car tapped? Like people tap people. <laughs> it's <laughs> like boop. Love kiss. Yeah, it's like a little like. Feel. It's fine. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, okay. So no one is checking. No one's checking anything. No one's checking. Go buy a truck and drive it around. Um, it's probably safer than most of the cars we drive. It's no, fine. I'm definitely not. <laughs> It's not. It's safer for you. It's like armor. Right. It is a giant. It is a giant armored thing. It's like protecting a the small girl inside. <laughs> it was my and so when you paint murals, what is that like? Is that permit? Do you have to ask mm. permission? Like, what is that process? Yeah. So the mural itself is more or less unregulated, unless it is technically a sign which is regulated and there's actually I think with the new um, 
Public Art Commission or Commission for the Arts or whatever it is, they are actually putting in place some more regulations. Um, but up to this point, if your business name is in it, then it's a sign and it starts applying like percentage of the wall and you have to pay a tax on it. Maybe, yeah, carries out the worst. Yeah, so different parts of town are harder, mostly because the people around you know what they can and can't do, so they're going to call you on it if you do something that they want to do. Yeah. Not done, you're not supposed to. We had, we had that happen to us with my prior law firm. We had a sign and then like somebody, like we ha- somehow snuck our like, not snuck it in there. We had a guy that like just the like got the sign permits. <laughs> he like is yeah. Shout out to I think it was Stinson Sign Company. They're gone now. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. Are they gone? Or I think there's something else now. Oh. I don't know. Whatever it is, maybe not. I don't know. So they got it through. It was a great sign, and then somebody like came to us and they were like, "Well, like blah, blah blah," and then we like the next thing we know, we got a notice in the mail that was like, "We don't have your permit." And we were like, "Well, here's the thing that's you sent us that says you do have our permit," and then they lost it. Anyway, I can go on. Mm. Anyway, sounds sounds like Richmond. And uh, so when you take this on the road, is, does this vary by state? Is this something that every time you go to a different a place? <laughs> still figuring out. I, I have no idea. Actually, a big part of this like road trip element of the whole Girls, Girls, Girls thing, which we'll get to, is to practice taking this other places and working cool. out of it and like seeing what it's like to drive for six and eight and ten hours in it and like... What happens then? Yeah, how fast <laughs> does it go? It's got overdrive, so it'll get above 70 miles an hour, which, but, like, at 70, the whole thing. It's <laughs> oh my gosh. Like shaking. Yeah, like, how much gas are you using? I'm so, oh, I have so many questions. Good. Yeah. <laughs> it hasn't quite gotten to double digits yet. So I should invest in... Something in gas. Yeah, okay. yeah. Oh my gosh, we should get a next Tuesday van and have our logo on the side and then be like, everyone come on the van and we'll interview you in oh our soundproof God. chamber. Oh, that's a great idea. That's actually a lot of the examples that I saw researching like what the podcast vans were like sound stuff. So like, oh. like mobile recording studios. <gasps> Stop. Like, that's okay. a thing. That's cool. totally okay. Cool. I'm it's putting easier. it on the mission board. Like, you don't have to stand up. Like, I really need to stand up. Oh, yes. Yeah. But, like, if you don't have to stand up, you can use or a heavy vehicle. Oh, my God. We're getting a bus. <laughs> we're getting the a Tuesday. Bus. Well, can you imagine it? See you next Tuesday on the side <laughs> of a bus, oh, a bus. And everyone's like, who's in that cunt box? <laughs> <laughs> you call it the big pink box. The big pink box. To hire out these ladies to... Or the electric... Actually, you know who would help us with the electrical part of it? Dan. Oh, Dan the Nan, our number one reviewer. Dan, here's looking at you. Perfect. Anyway. Shout out. Okay, so you now have this vehicle. I now have this vehicle, and it's almost done. It's I'm still finishing out the build-out on the inside, and it's gonna... It's gonna be done for the trip, is the can-do spirit that I'm trying to push on myself right now. We're going to take this completed mobile studio and we're going to drive up the coast, leaving on July 15th. And we'll be driving for like a week and a half and then we'll get to that city. Burlington, Vermont. <laughs> Burlington! That one. Perfect. That one city. And we'll spend a week there painting another version of the first Girls, Girls, Girls mural where oh, it's like cool. a lot of women and they're all going to be women from Burlington and it'll be like the whole giant thing instead of what... I've been sort of like working up to the trip with, which is these smaller little mini murals around town. And then we'll drive back down. And it'll be like this epic adventure and it'll be like a practice run for the truck in terms of like going on its first road trip. That's awesome. Yeah. So how are you two connected? Well, <laughs> so you asked me to help you out, to help you paint some murals. I guess it was last fall. Is that uh, has Gosh, it, it has to have been longer than like that. Like September of last year? Yeah. You were too busy, which is awesome. <laughs> so that's how, like, I guess I have evolved into accommodate or joining you on the whole trip. Yeah, no, Sarah's become, like, my, like, right-hand person and, like, has helped me, like, keep perspective on all this and, like, think about what it could be and, like, make it actually happen. And also, like, since Sarah initially reached out to me in the capacity of, like, I just graduated and like how do you how do you do art how do you for money? <laughs> how do you survive without a restaurant job? Yeah. <laughs> right. And since then Sarah has totally quit her restaurant job yeah, and yeah. is like 
making signs and illustrations and lettering and like is like better at it than I am, which is amazing. That's so not true. <laughs> she's like able to come along and like help me paint and do the lettering portion of these murals, hopefully, and just like I don't know, be like super awesome teammate. Yeah. I'm excited to be a super awesome teammate. <laughs> I think that makes your road trip way more fun when you're like in it by yourself driving this huge ass van and that. you're like, um, <laughs> it's a little murdery. Like, yeah. It's a little murder. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You're like, did like, I just run over something? No, yeah. like, I'd be scared that some, like the van would break down and I'd get murdered on the side of the road. Uh, or maybe yeah. I become murderers. Yeah. Or maybe oh, you become murderers. There's a murder somewhere if you're driving a van alone for a long period of time. I'm not yeah. going to lie. <laughs> I just vans. keep thinking about. The meth show. Breaking Bad? Breaking Bad, yeah, because they had that huge van and they just drove into the desert. <laughs> so ready. I'm ready. <laughs> oh my god. I and especially, that. like, I imagine you guys are going to have these costumes so you don't get paint on yourself and these masks. So I'm just like, this is like the girls, girls, girls version of like Breaking Bad, but like in a PG kind of way. We were like really close to being. To having our first sponsor be worse no not worse for fuck handyman handyman goods who is an amazing one woman clothing shop that now um she's in churchill and she's working with horse for wear which is a I love her yeah women's women's clothing for motorcycle doings cool <laughs> anyway paint. she was making these like overalls and oh i see her i just pulled her up Coveralls. coveralls and they were so cool but they're also really hot and we can't yeah. like we can't wear them for a summer trip so yeah next time we go on girls 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 it'll be in the winter yeah <laughs> yeah and, then and we'll be taking when it's snowing outside and we'll have handyman coveralls on Amazing. oh my god i love these designed yeah. for working women she is so cool okay. handymamgoods.com for anyone who's interested come on our podcast so, well, well, I'll be reaching out to her shortly. <laughs> anyway, stay tuned. Next season, guys. Yeah. Um, okay, so now we're moving up the coast. Mm-hmm. We're doing cool things. Mm-hmm. So, how did you, like, reach out to other people? Like, how did it go from Richmond to, like, you know, Burlington, Vermont? Because <laughs> that's a little random. Like, as someone who yeah. went to school in Burlington, North Carolina, like, I know about Burlington, what? Vermont. But I don't know if everybody else does. I've been there. Oh, you have? Yeah. I had, um, when I worked in New York, our, um, I worked at a nonprofit and we had a national retreat and it was randomly in Burlington, Vermont. It was beautiful. Well, I'm right by Burlington, Burlington, North Carolina. Shut up. <laughs> no way. We both went Where? to Elon. Huh? We both went to Elon. Oh my God, you did? We yes. did. Yes. Go Phoenix. <laughs> Hey, you know. Cool. Well, I didn't know anything about Burlington, Vermont. <laughs> like, I didn't know anything about either Burlington. <laughs> yeah, this is all news to me. So I knew yeah, the coat factory. I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't even make that connection for, like, the longest time. Well, now it's okay. okay. Here we are. <laughs> Sarah, we were talking about where this trip could go. Because, like, like... There's everywhere. There's everywhere. <laughs> and, like, the ultimate goal for this truck is to drive everywhere and, like, do a huge, like, cross-country, like, round-the-country road trip and... Like paint rolls the whole way and that could be really really open-ended and since that like blue sky version we've like taken it all the way down to something that we can do first and Sarah was one of the people that were like well Burlington's really cool <laughs> <laughs> well, well first of all we were like where can we what cities that are cool can we drive to that have people in them that we know so we can sleep on their couches or whatever they can host us so graciously you can park the van and they're yeah driveway yeah, in their driveway sleep like, on it take their mm-hmm. parking mm-hmm. yeah um uh yeah so burlington was a place where i knew a couple people and i think matt knew a couple people mm-hmm. and we kind of did that with the whole thing is like where do we know people and that'll be our pinpoints yeah so so we we were gonna so we just like listed all the people we knew along the east coast um and Burlington was the first place where uh, somebody got back to me with a wall and was like, yeah, you can totally paint here. I don't know you. I've never seen your stuff. Like, they're barely on Facebook, but they still responded and were like, yeah, you totally got to paint our wall. Like, I'll get my landlord's permission and the next door landlord's permission. And, like, we'll throw an event for you and it'll be super great. And then wow. I finally talked to him on the phone for the first time, like, last week. And I was like, so I don't know how much you have, like, like, followed what I've been posting online. I don't want to repeat myself too much, but let me give you the gist. He was like, no, I don't know what you're doing. I haven't, I haven't looked at anything. You have a truck? What? 
Oh my god. So That's I love amazing. That. Basically relying on the kindness of strangers. Trust from point. strangers is like the fuel for this whole thing. And yeah. It's really exciting to get that fuel. That's Are you going to keep cool. a blog? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, my website has is like my portfolio site, uh, hersuite.com, and it's got a blog and it's got a little um, description page for the trip to sort of say like, this is what we're doing, this is the link to the Instagram, that kind of stuff. Her suite as in H-E-R-R-S-U-I-T-E? Yeah. There you go. Just yeah. spelling it out. Yeah. So, wow. Kind of some strangers. Love it. Very stressful. <laughs> a little stressful. <laughs> a little stressful. I've, I've, like, I've already learned, like, a lot in the planning of this and, like, how not to do it, kind of, <laughs> and, like, how to try to go about it next time. And basically, like, I know that I and also probably all... Uh, entrepreneurial women have a problem with overcommitment. Yeah, maybe just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yep. um, yeah. So like, let's talk about that in the context of like, okay, we're gonna do this like big time, but like we're taking this little chunk first because I think sometimes it can be. We've had this discussion recently. It can be really overwhelming to look at like the big picture and be like, oh my god, I have to do all this stuff. And I have to get all this stuff done. And oh my god, I don't know what's gonna happen. That's, that's what I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so, like brain vomit. It's like everything comes into your mind and you see all of this potential and then all of a sudden you're like, I don't know where to start. You're like, but how do I start this? So like what, how did you kind of like focus it a little bit into something that was manageable at first? Lots of meetings, lots of beer and coffee and then more beer and coffee. Um, yeah. Basically like, okay. I'm like Sounds familiar. I'm, yeah. I'm like I know. A giant plan that was very hopeful and like very like yeah this will all work out and be super easy and then I would say Sarah and Matt Matt's my boyfriend and he's been like helping like plan this and vision this and like is probably gonna come along and probably the whole thing which is awesome anyway so I'd call both of them and be like Sarah and Matt like come talk to me about this and like tell me it's a good idea <laughs> and, like <laughs> help me figure out what to do next and I would lay it all out, and then they would kind of look at me and be like, this is really cool, Emily. This sounds great. Great job, Emily. But I don't think any of this is going to work. Well, well, you need that reality check. Yeah, well, reality checks so are important. It'd be like, I really love this idea. It's super cool. I'm going to throw an axe at it and like <laughs> disassemble for a second and figure out how to make it happen. And... I don't think I did much of that, but I think, like, sometimes it just helps to talk to someone, talk yeah. to uh-huh. someone. Mm-hmm. Yes. So. So let me ask you this, because I think something I know I'm constantly working through is, like, when I have an idea, I'm open to feedback and then really resistant to it at the same time. It's, like, simultaneously, like, yes, and, like, I respect your opinion, and maybe I see that, but... And then it, I need to, like, simmer on it and come back and be like, okay, you're totally right. But in the moment, it can be really challenging. So what is that like within your partnership and coming together to work on it? And in your relationship, I know Ryan's constantly giving me ideas. And we've talked about this before with partners where it's either like listening or like fixing. And yeah, I I like... actually just listened to that episode. Oh, amazing. Yeah. So you know all about that. So what is that like for you guys? Well, so Sarah or Matt very often would like give me a piece of advice that I would be like extremely resistant to and then like the rest of this process has been like talking to them and then going and talking to like 12 other people and deciding that what they said in the first place was the right thing to do yeah (laughs) and sometimes I wouldn't realize that and I would come back mostly with Matt I think uh I would go talk to somebody else and then come back to Matt and be like oh my god I had this giant breakthrough like they said that I should do this and he would look at me with like this poison in his face because he's like I told you to do that like you have a nail in your head yes yeah oh my god yeah nails in your head nails in your head yeah yeah absolutely no way so it's but it's hard because like I am trying to imagine this out of nothing and so it's really hard to tell like what parts I need to be strong about and which parts I need to be like very adaptive with yeah I so when I was in college I took a lot of creative writing classes because I like didn't end up having to take English classes so I was like what am I gonna do creative writing that's great and um one of the professors I'll never forget it because I was also in like communication school so that's a lot of like writing heavy and when you create something like that it's very similar like creating like an art a piece of art like especially I feel like it's more so with art where people because my sister's an artist 
And it's like you get very attached and very emotionally connected with what you're doing because it's your insides. Like it's your insides becoming your outsides. Mm -hmm. So when somebody tells you you need to change something or like maybe not do it that way or like do something different, it's kind of very personal. And it's like, oh, and my, this creative writing teacher of mine, whenever we would go through and do edits or stuff, she would be like, okay, it's baby killing time Mm -hmm. because you're literally like (laughs) getting rid of these parts of things that is your baby and it's very emotional. So, I mean, I, I know that like, I feel like in a law sense, you know, when I'm doing legal writing and stuff like that, it's so much easier for me to be like, okay, cool. Changes are great. Like whatever I'll, you know, it'll make it better because it's so fact-based and it's not as emotional. But when there is something like what you're creating or art wise, there's a lot more of yourself in it. Yeah. It's actually, as an artist, I think it's more about trying to do something that you're not experienced with because the art that I make, if somebody tells me, like if they give me some critique or if they respond to it badly, I I don't really care about their opinion as much because I've been doing this for a really long time. And I'm like, I know I have a good perspective on what I can do and I know what I did well here and I kind of already know what sucks. Mm -hmm. Um, But with this thing that I'm crafting out of nothing and haven't really created anything like this before and I like show it to somebody and then they're like they like knock all the pieces down it's like oh no yeah well that's worth I mean I think that's worth unpacking too because when you have something that's so new to you and you're taking those risks like how scary is that you know you don't have that footing where you're just like yes I know what I'm doing like go fuck yourself like you know it can be really it's scary exposing yourself being vulnerable there we go it's being vulnerable just another way of being vulnerable yeah Mm -hmm. guys i feel so vulnerable enriched (laughs) i feel like you're making huge breaking ground right here yeah and so you mentioned sponsorship so what has this process been like so you are entrepreneurs this is a massive road trip this is going to cost you money. And so what is that? Like not only planning something, but then saying like, how am I going to survive, pay my rent, buy my food, do cool shit and come back feeling like I haven't just spent all my money doing things for other people and providing, giving all of myself essentially, my yeah. time, my product, my energy, yourself. you know, and, and what is how do you incorporate all of those pieces? Maybe just walk us through kind of the steps that you're taking to put this on. So this actually super ties into that whole vulnerability thing because this is one of the first projects that I'm doing that isn't about making money. So like the success factor is not like, did you make money at the end of the day? Um, which like might be surprising because like my job is to be an artist and like that's not necessarily the path that everybody always takes for that. But mural painting... I have found to be something that is coming from the illustration background. It's easier to make money doing murals than it is doing illustration. Yeah. So like that mindset is really straightforward. Like I need to do the thing to make the money for this. It's like, I need to do the thing to be a positive force in the world. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Or something or like, why am I doing it? And that changes every day. Like, why am I doing this at all? Um, there's purpose behind it and passion. Yeah. And not to say that I don't have those things about my regular work. This is certainly like an iteration of my regular work that I'm finally getting like a chance to do because I've saved some money and like I have enough experience painting that I feel comfortable working this way. So how to make this work is partly relying on like what I've saved. Like I have, I have allowed for this to some extent. Mm -hmm money that I've saved but in terms of talking about the scope of the trip where I keep coming up with these grandiose ideas and then like writing out the budget for it and being like that's cool we just have to get $15,000 sponsors (laughs) like that's that might be super easy for somebody that is used to sponsorship and like knows what's going on with that I have no idea about that Mm -hmm. it's not the business model that I'm used to so that's been a big part of kind of like narrowing down the scope and getting more realistic about it at this point our goal is to get let's see like five richmond sponsors i think and maybe five vermont sponsors i sound unsure because like we just changed this yeah (laughs) well things are always changing in any sort of business so it's like very understandable that you're like wait 
was this the last iteration <laughs> of this plan or yeah. is that this new one? And they probably change like as you're driving too. It's like, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah Shit, like, oh, this fell through. And... We have a tire. We need a new sponsor. Like, we yeah, have right. a tire. So. Yeah. And, and like trying to stay connected with all the people that are being very supportive of me and like, and that I keep, you know, updating with my plans and like, when did I last talk to you? Like, oh, everything's different now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> let me, let me like fill you in. But we, okay, we do have a couple of sponsored information, which is really cool. And I feel a lot more confident now about like sending emails out to people than I did a few weeks ago because it's, I'm just getting more used to it. And yeah. I'm learning. So what is that process like? What have you found is successful when you approach someone that you want to sponsor you and what do you need to provide them? How have people kind of showed up for you? Well, you reached out to Allie Greenberg, who yeah. was really helpful in kind of showing us the professional lead on how to ask for money yeah. for a good cause. Yeah. <laughs> Allie Greenberg um, is really awesome. Yeah. She's a consultant for all kinds of things. Branding yeah. and promotion and PR Going and the business. All this stuff. And she kind of gave us a, a little bit of a framework to go off of. But again, it was super confusing because I talked to a lot of people and some people said, I'm super used to getting sponsorships, like use this app and make this whole presentation and send it to 50 national brands and you'll get two bites and that will sponsor your whole trip. I was like, okay, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. But it would work if I did that, maybe. But maybe it wouldn't. But maybe it wouldn't. There were too many different pathways <laughs> right. to fund this trip in a way. It was intimidating. Yeah. I think also one of the things with sponsorships you have to be aware of is like, what do they want? Like, is that going to affect your angle? And I mean, you're not doing anything that's like super like, like what I'm thinking about right now is the recent Shakespeare in the Park situation where in New York, Delta and somebody else pulled out because they did a, um, oh shoot, it was Caesar. They were doing Caesar in Manhattan and they had the guy dressed up like the current president and they like murdered him on stage, which happens in Caesar. Like that happens every year. Every time someone does Caesar, it happens. Um, but a bunch of, a couple of the big sponsors pulled out last minute. Yeah. So like that, and y'all aren't doing anything that is like super provocative like that. I mean, you know, that's a little, a little aggressive. Um, I'm a huge free speech advocate, but that's a little racy. What's well, so, anything that's going to taint yeah. someone's name for sponsoring it and that they're associated with something that isn't necessarily well, publicly even, favorable? Well, or not even, like, taint their name, but, like, maybe they don't have control over, you know? Like, and especially with the arts, you have to be so careful. Yeah, that's what we found, like, it was, it was, mm, I don't know how much to go into, like, the plans that we've discarded because <laughs> it feels like rehashing stuff, but yeah. I don't know. Um, initially, we were going to do these big murals in each city along the way, which is a lot of coordinating just in terms of finding the wall and figuring out with the landlords that it's like, okay, and mm-hmm. then like finding a whole bunch of women to paint and it's a lot of stuff. And then um, if I'm trying to find sponsors on top of that, I need to be able to tell the sponsors exactly what we're going to do. Right. And that was a huge stress point because if I was just trying to paint the mural, then it would kind of be okay if it failed. Like, that doesn't really matter. It's a learning experience. It's all good. But if I have a bunch of people paying a bunch of money for me to do this thing, mm-hmm. I need to do the thing. Right. And so it got very, very stressful very fast. And now I've decided that's not worth it. <laughs> We're going to go to these cities but not spend quite as much time so that we don't need as much money to be there and paint something if I can. And if I can't, that's okay. We'll find the next place. And nobody's like let down if it doesn't work out. I think you're like describing being the master of the like the purposeful pivot. I hate the word pivot because it like is so corporate. They're like, we gotta pivot. But like, you're like literally, you're like, okay, this is a problem. So we're just gonna like kind of adjust our sales and like make this happen or like use what we learned. Yeah. And I think that's really cool because so many people, when like you run into a a wall like that, it's like, oh, it's not working. This is too hard. This is too much. It feels so much like giving up. It feels like giving up. And I like have to keep telling myself that it's not that and like put like the positive spin on it or whatever and we're still doing like this amazing thing like yes. it's in no way yes. bad but like when you start with this like conquer the world vision and then you 
go down from there? Well, I think it's so intense. I talked to Caroline a lot about this for myself. Like I have this tendency to put so much pressure on what I want to create before I've even taken the steps. So that by the time that I start taking the steps, like I already feel like I'm wearing 500 different caps and like my, my target market who hasn't even formulated yet is like not even existent and I feel like I need to like have this massive thing that everyone's interested in that I'm like who are you people like what am I doing and you know I think sometimes I'm learning how to keep more things to myself because I'm just like I want to tell everyone everything that I'm thinking before I have any idea (laughs) what that looks like which then puts extra pressure on me because I'm Mm -hmm. like I've just said everything that I want to create now, how do I do that? And, like, is that even what I want to do? Because I feel like I just need to say that I'm doing something. So and many nodding forward. heads right now. Oh, so yeah. many and so I think sometimes for myself, it's been such a massive learning for me, and I continue to learn it as I think about what I want to put into the world, purposeful, passionate, massive change, and resonating with people. It's like, what is like the first step? Like what is the first thing that people can connect to? So for you moving to these cities, like what is that when people hear girls, 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 and they see your murals, what do you want women, men supporting women, animals supporting women? We have two <laughs> animals down on the floor right Dog now. Dogs supporting women. What do you want people to connect to? The celebration of Girls are amazing. Women are amazing. They are all kinds, and they are everywhere. They're humans. Like we're like it's it's mainly supposed to be celebratory. Yeah. Like that that response that a lot of people have given to the existing girls with girls mural of like yeah yes <laughs> that of course like I want to provide more of that and just like there's this there's a whole bunch of amazing female illustrators and and all genders of illustrators that are contributing to a movement within the illustration world of being very, very aggressive about representing all kinds of ages, body types, skin colors, conditions, lifestyles, everything, and just like really pushing that. And I want to bring that into mural painting and like the public art and advertisements and everything that you see driving around I'm like my work is part of that world, so I want to add this element of everybody's represented here. We're gonna normalize the images of people um, that look different than like middle, middle weight, middle age, white, whatever female. Like it's like it's very yeah. empowering, homogenous usually, and I just want to put more people out there. What's the coolest thing so far that you've like, or the coolest person? Or, so, besides I guess, us. Besides us, Abby. <laughs> um, well, I guess, so I don't know. I guess this comes more from a statement, not a question. But like, I thought it was so cool when you like posted something about this on Facebook to, I think it was Boss Babes or mm-hmm. whatever, like our, a, a group of girls in Richmond. And like, it was like, nominate people that you think are amazing. And it was just like flood of like, oh my God, this person's amazing. This person's amazing. This person's amazing. Like, mm-hmm. how cool is that to be able to like be the catalyst for that? Because you know, everybody, I feel like every person that like either gave a shout out or got a shout out in this like crazy thread, it was like, oh my God. Like, it's like that when you give somebody a tampon in the bathroom and you're like automatically bonded for life. <laughs> it's like that kind of situation where it's like, it's like awesome. this little tiny thing that didn't take a minute out of your day, but like you feel awesome about it. They feel awesome about it. You're bonded for life and it's over. I love that. I totally want to make more of that happen. I also want people to like, I want it to be a celebration of amazing people, but like, I don't want you to necessarily have to be like the top best, most amazing person in Richmond to, like, get on the wall. Like, I want it to be everyday people that are just trying their best. Yeah. Everyday powers. Yeah. Or, like, I think sometimes, too, I on our podcast where, like, we highlight entrepreneurial women, but I think Caroline and I are both um, passionate about letting this message be so normalizing and validating that those who maybe aren't entrepreneurial but have, like, a hint of an inkling inside themselves that yeah. maybe one day even if that's in like 20 30 years like it's something that's like I can do this too yeah. or 
even if they're like, absolutely not, but I'm an entrepreneur in my own right because like every day I'm figuring out and navigating ways to run my household, which in itself is somewhat a business model. There are systems and we're constantly creating, whether it's financially, like we were talking to um, a couple of women last week about everything is an energy. So whether it's monetary, it's art, it's this or that, it's just we're all giving something of ourselves and hopefully it's something that we're proud of. But I think it's pretty cool because I think there are so many amazing people in the world who do get looked over for not having their one thing, but they do so many amazing things and they're the most beautiful people on the inside but they're not featured. Yeah, and it's really, I, I haven't figured out the perfect way to, like, call for that yet. You know, yeah. it's, like, quick and, like, make somebody think of that person offhand. Mm. Um, but the responses that I've gotten have been really cool. Like, I've, I've gotten myself in this position where every day, every other day or so, I get a random message or, like, notification on Facebook that's, like, hey, I wanted to tell you about this amazing person. And then that's they awesome. go into... Sometimes people go on for a really long time, like they do this, they run this thing, they have contributed all their time to this, they're wonderful, they make me laugh, like I love them so much, um, and sometimes they just send me a picture, but all of it is like, oh man, I've very like selfishly created like this little well of like beautiful, amazing like inspiration that I can just like get at all the time. It's and really you cool. can do so much with that. I mean, there's, think about Humans of New York, think about the, what are the postcards, Um, the secret, not the secret, post secret, yes, or there's so many amazing ways that you could highlight outside of the murals that share stories, which is essentially what we do, and as you were speaking, I was also thinking, like, what if you just ask people about women who make them feel amazing? Because then you're talking, you're starting to target anyone and you're just starting to listen to like how people make you feel. And I think at the end of the day, I often think about uh, Ariana Huffington's memoir and she talks about wanting to build her obituary more so than her resume because it's like at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what you did in your life. It matters how you touch people and how you make people feel. And so when you think of that outside of like, how you're impacting the world, ultimately, like, at the end of your life, you're looking back and you have this web of relationships and things that you've accomplished, and it it doesn't matter how much money you made, and it doesn't matter if you were the CEO of a company or you started a business, it just matters how you touched people's lives. That's so heavy in its own way, of, like, when you accept other people's stories, you have, like, a responsibility to hear them and also retell them in the in like an empowering and positive light and there's so much weight put on women in particular to affect the people around them in a positive way that I am really afraid of featuring women on the basis of them supporting other people like that's really scary to me and I I feel like I'm entering a place where I have to be really careful and I want to learn that and I'm learning that right now but even though it's like featuring people who have who have like made you feel really good Mm. is like very is like a beautiful thing it's also maybe perpetuating something that i don't know if i'm that's a good point cool that's such a good point that is a good point there's like i like the the more time i spend on this the more layers like oh yeah and sarah and i have both talked about how like um people keep asking us is this like a feminist thing and we're like, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> like, neither of us have studied we're, yeah. that. Like, obviously, we're pro-good lady stuff. Pro-good <laughs> pro, pro dad. Yeah. Yeah. Pro-good. But we're also, like, pro... I mean, I'm going to speak for myself, but... Uh, <laughs> like, like pro-trans and pro-gender like gender fluidity and, like, sure. all of that stuff. So we get into some weird questions. And, like, what does feminism mean to everybody that we're going to be talking to? And is that what we want to represent? Maybe, yes, but, like, we don't know yet. Yeah. So this is a whole, this is learning Experimentation. a lot of Yeah, because yeah, I think... labels and we get into all that and... Yeah. It, it, it gets... Yeah, I mean, there are so many things. We were talking again with people and constantly it's like, oh, shit, I misspoke, right? And it's like, 
how much did I offend someone? And it just came out. It's like, I'm just speaking something. And it's like, that is not what I meant to say. But shit, it just like came out of my mouth. And then like kind of the thing I think though is when you see all these murals and they are of women, whoever they are, whatever they're there, it becomes the social movement a little bit. Because especially if you're specifically focusing women on women and you're specifically showing the world like all of these people who deserve to be looked at, it becomes a bit of a movement when all of a sudden there are murals everywhere in cities and it becomes a thing. So that will be so interesting as you kind of like mold this putty kind of of what you're creating to be like, what is this thing? Like it's a cool idea. Yeah, Yeah. I just hope it can do it. Good. <laughs> you're doing good. You're already doing it. Dude, you're already doing good. Well, so if we want to find you guys online, where do we go? What do we do? What do we look up? What do we Google? Tell us all the deets. Yeah. So the Girls 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 Project is on Instagram at Girls 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 Tour. It's also on my website, which is www.hersuite.com dot com slash girls 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 and then all of my handles for everything for my business are at her suite and nice yeah and Sarah's stuff <laughs> yeah Sarah Apple where do we find my you stuff um I go by Lucky Signs on Instagram you can find me at Lucky Signs RVA and that's it <laughs> and that's where I am. that's where I am and you'll that's find her on all the girls 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 stuff as well I will be on the bus yeah yes. I'll be on the bus too yeah. oh my gosh. Okay, cool. Well, as usual, you can find us online on Instagram and the Twitter at Podcast. You can find us on the web at www.nexttuesdaypodcast.com. You can find us on iTunes and SoundCloud. And then please email us. We're getting more email and it's awesome. It makes me smile. Email us at nexttuespodcast at gmail.com. Oh man, send us ladies. Send us oh, somebody yeah. that oh, you want yes. us to draw because yes. the goal is to draw everybody. Whether they oh, end up on a wall or not, the goal is to draw all the pictures. They're drawing all the pictures. And don't worry, I sent them an Instagram that was like, hey girls. Oh my god. Please draw us. This is a shameless plug to illustrate us, which you can find on our Instagram. Which is because awesome. they did it. Like and send me pictures of yourself. Absolutely send me pictures of yourself. Yeah. Like Acknowledge your awesome. Yeah, acknowledge your awesome. They were like, everyone should be a little bit less shameless or more shameless. Less shameless. Less shameless. Less. We could all use a little less shame. There you go. There you go. Exactly. So where do we send those emails? So on that note, we'll see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday.